Hello everyone and welcome to another video here on the Cycling Day Nexa channel. Today we are looking at Il Lombardia and one of their favorites, Tadej Pogacar. And as always, I'm joined by Patrick Blake of Audu Cycling and one third of the Echelon Cycling Podcast. And I mean, Patrick, Il Lombardia, the race of the falling leaves, used to be the last race on the calendar. And uh, yeah, great race, to be honest. Yeah, it is a really good race to tune in and provides a nice sort of closing towards the end of a season. Like you say, there are a couple of races afterwards. If you're a real cycling nerd and you really love it, then you can keep on watching stuff after that. But a lot of people consider Il Lombardia to be the sort of curtains closing, the last monument of the season. I quite like that there's a monument so late on it provides a bit of intrigue and Piatra of course being the winner of the last two editions of this we're going to have a talk about his chances today of making it three in a row yeah we might as well just start with his 2023 season as well like you said two-time champion obviously we all know his Tour de France he didn't quite win that he's also been active in the one day races already here in the autumn classics in Italy which is always good to build on the form got a third place and a fourth place but Patrick his one day record has been absolutely incredible this year no it actually is leaving me kind of mind blown because i haven't quite considered it in its entirety but pegach's lowest finishing in a race if you remove the dnf of lies baston liege is fourth place at milan san remo and he also came fourth place in the recent giro della toscana so his one day record is just sublime like it's probably on average the best finishing position rider of the whole peloton it's probably better than a Mathieu or Wout or Remco even probably although I haven't fact-checked any of this so be sure to put it in the comments if I am wrong but Pogaccio is an insane one-day racer this year and I think he's going to be a hard man to crack. I think it's also like the volume of races he's done like Remco Venepoel yeah okay he won well, he won Sebastian, uh, San Sebastian. He won the yeah, Liege, Boston Liege. But like, he hasn't been as frequent. He didn't do Amstel and Flashballon and Liege and the Ronde van Vlaanderen. I think that was quite exceptional. I mean, even at the Worlds, picking up a medal, I think that was quite impressive, considering who was in front of him and uh, yeah, getting his first medal at the Worlds. Yeah, that was probably one of my favourite performances of the year was just that World Champs. It was a proper brutal course and finishing on the podium really meant that you were one of the top riders in the world. So Pogac coming third place there was no fluke whatsoever. It shows that he is one of the best one-day racers in the world. He's not just a Grand Tour rider. Like you say, he is just everywhere. And the fact that he's done so many races and his lowest finishing is fourth in the one-day race is, is just insane. That just shows his incredible level of consistency well we might as well talk about the route a bit as well it hasn't changed too much as you said he's won it twice already so does the route suit kind of gotcha it seems a bit silly to ask that this is a very similar profile to his 2021 victory which he took against fausto masnada it is a route that suits pigaccia down to the ground but although it suits pigaccia it's also important to point out that there are probably other people in this race who it suits very well, including some of his fiercest rivals. Who do you think is the biggest rival? Obviously, it says that Remco Venepoel is down for it. Primoz Roglic is down as well. Enric Maas also has shown some form in this kind of race, but it's not like it's going to be a walkover already. The name's there, Ciccone, yeah. Remco provides the biggest challenge alongside Roglic at the moment. Of course, we don't know if Jonas is going to be coming here or 
any of the young brothers and guys coming off of the Vuelta. We also don't know if Sivakov's coming. He's been in fantastic form recently. I presume that Ineos would try and bring him. And you never know about Ilon Bardia because we saw last year, you know, Enric Mas started being in fantastic form last year and was the main competitor for Pogacar and Ilon Bardia. And then Mikhail Lander came out of nowhere as well last year. So you never know when somebody's just going to randomly sort of pop up out of the woodwork and provide a massive challenge for Pogacar. So I don't think he's going to have it all his own way. There's certainly some very big names coming this year. And I think that it looks like a harder start list to try and beat in comparison to previous years. So I think Pogaccio will have it his like all his own way. Uh, but I do think that he'll probably have one of the strongest teams when you consider that the likes of Hershey's been looking really good. He'll probably been like a McNulty, Groschartner, etc., etc., all very strong riders. So I think that UAE will be the team to beat and I think if it comes down to a sprint it's going to be very close because although Pogaccio is very good at sprinting we've seen Remco is very fast as well and Roglic is very fast so I don't think it's a done deal if it's a sprint either I think that it's going to you know be a constant question as to who's going to be winning this race or if he does win theoretically and yeah does this amazing feat do you know who the last rider actually was to take three in a row Gilbert couldn't do it Damiano Cunego didn't do it Joaquim Rodriguez didn't do it either can you think of the last rider to win three in a row and you oh. do know who they are I do know who they are should we just start with Merckx <laughs> well that is the go-to guy isn't it but no yes. never won it three in a row Merckx won it twice in a row who is it it's Fausto Coppi back in 1948, and he won it the year after, so he actually won it four times in a row. Wow. Yeah. Really? But, I mean, Fausto Coppi was on another level, him and Gino Bartoli. But, yeah, five wins is the record in total, and that is Fausto Coppi who has it. But nevertheless, I think we should, well, his team, is that really a factor? Mark she's just down in terms of it. Uh, it's a shame Pavel Sivakov isn't a UAE rider right now because uh, he's absolutely electric in, in this autumn season. But we might as well go to predictions. And uh, the prediction is, where is Pagacha going to finish? And you, you can keep this separate from the main the main preview review as well. Or preview. Uh, I think, I think Pagacha is going to win three in a row. That's boring. Because I was going to say that as well. I got these sort of wrong the last few times we've done it in these mini previews. So I thought I'm going to keep it a bit safer. Finally, you're validating a micro preview, mini preview, whatever we call them. Yeah. Uh, for the, well, I kind of want Remco to win. I know there's a lot of people that don't like Remco, et cetera, et cetera. But Remco nearly died at this race. And I kind of want to see him win this race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was very true. That was a horrific day. It would be good for Remco to have that redemption ride in, in a yeah. race which did almost ruin his career. But Remco versus Tadabagacha, that's a mouth-watering prospect. It really is. It'll be like Lies Baston Liège. Rematch. But the rematch, which we, we never got to get. We're going to finally get, but it's going to be over some tougher climbs. So, yeah, I think that'll be really good to see those two going head to head. But anyways, that's it for our little micro mini preview of Il Lombardia. Is Tadogacha the favorite of this year's race again? Make sure to comment down below. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. Check out Patrick's channel as well, Audu Cycling. I'm sure you're going to do uh, little games for this. 
And of course, as always, check us out on the Echelon Cycling Podcast every Monday. And as always, thank you for watching and we will see you around.